Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Wide Man Can't Jump. As always, I am your host, Tim Dombrova, coming to you from the Great White North. Well, it's been a while, folks. Once again, real life has reared its ugly head and gotten away of uh, any kind of recording schedule at all, to which I apologize. But that being said, things are what they are. But hopefully we're moving forward here with a slightly brighter future, and hopefully in the new year we can then get back at it and bring you the sports news that you want to hear. So what's going on? Thursday night football. The Rams come out of nowhere to defeat the Raiders 17-16. Baker Mayfield, that quarterback for the Rams. Who would have thunk that? Um, played good for a guy who'd only been there for two days. Got it done when he needed to. 98-yard drive to get the win. Um, as my good friend... Dearly departed, Nathan Bush would have said, Raiders going to Raider. Um, meaningless game. Well, I guess maybe not a totally meaningless game. I mean, the Raiders might have went to uh, six and seven instead of five and eight. Uh, potential maybe to get into that last wild card. Rams season is over. But still, uh, a slightly better Thursday night football game than what we've been accustomed to because Lord knows the Thursday night football has not been very good. Coming up, Sunday, December the 11th. The New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills and what would have been a laugher at one point. I still think Buffalo wins. They're 10-point favorites uh, at home. But should be a decent game. That's uh, something. Uh, Browns and Bengals, what should have been a potential great game not really sure about the Browns Bengals have been getting it together Cincinnati five and a half point favorites in that one. Oh, the Battle of Texas is the Texans at the Cowboys Cowboys getting 17 points or minus 17 sorry not getting them um, no reason why the Cowboys shouldn't beat the Texans 47 to nothing but Cowboys might Cowboy you can never be sure. Uh, Vikings on the road to Detroit. Uh, not a gimme anymore. Uh, Detroit's actually minus two. I like the Vikings, but uh, yeah, might get an upset there. Uh, the Jags are in Tennessee to face the Titans. Uh, Tennessee minus three and a half. Don't know that I care one way or the other. The big game, at least for me anyway. The Eagles are at the Giants. Uh, somebody needs to put a loss on the Eagles. Don't know if it's going to be the Giants. Philadelphia minus seven. Giants getting points at home. That might be a bet worth taking. Ed Boggess, what say you? Uh, Ravens, eight and four. The Steelers, five and seven. Pittsburgh minus two. Um, Ravens, I believe, don't have a quarterback. Uh, that might be an interesting game in the cold in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, the Chiefs are in Denver to play the Broncos. Broncos. Not good. Russell Wilson, less good. KC minus nine on the bet line. Take the Chiefs. Tampa Bay on the road to the 49ers. Tom Brady's luck runs out and his ability to get every call ever go his way. Sorry, Nathan Bush. 
I know wherever you're at, you're hearing that. Uh, your love of Tom Brady, legendary after he got you a Super Bowl. Um, anyway, Bucks, Niners, Niners win at home. Oh, the Diet Coke is particularly good today at Bogus. Got to let you know that. Uh, Panthers at the Seahawks, the surprise Seahawks. I'm hoping the Seahawks get another win and go to 8-5 to five just to shut up the critics. Uh, Seattle minus 3.5 on the bet line. And in the late game, which should be a fairly good game, the uh, Dolphins are in L.A. to play the Chargers. Miami's getting minus 3. Chargers are getting 3 points at home. Um, I don't know. I think I'll take the Dolphins, but that should be a good game. And uh, the Monday Nighter, the Patriots, uh, with potentially their season in the balance, are in Arizona to play the Cardinals, who are horrible. Uh, I've only won once at home this year. Imagine that. Uh, New England, uh, minus one and a half. Uh, Take the Patriots. Um, Quick look at the uh, playoffs. I know we got a couple weeks left to go yet, but uh, if they were to go right now, uh, in the AFC, leading the way, the Buffalo Bills at 9-3 and three as they've got the tie break over Kansas City head-to-head. Uh, in the second hole, the Chiefs also at 9-3. and three. Uh, Baltimore is at 8-4. and four. Tennessee is at 7-5. and five. The Bengals are at 8-4 and four. Uh, in the five-hole. Uh, the Dolphins are in the sixth hole at eight and four, and the Jets are in the playoffs as of today at seven and five. So that Patriot Chargers game, big one. Uh, Cleveland could get back in the mix with a win, and even the Steelers. I think everybody else after that's pretty much done for. In the NFC, the Eagles are way out in front uh, at eleven and one. Uh, the Vikings next up at ten and two, and the 49ers at eight and four in the three hole. And then, due to the way the playoffs work, Tampa Bay is in the four hole at six and six. Um, they got to change that. I'm all I'm all for uh, division leaders making the playoffs, but Jesus, at six and six, you should not be the. You should get the last hole if that. If your record indicates you're the worst team, you should get the last playoff spot and get a harder opponent. Uh, just me. Uh, Cowboys uh, nine and three in the five hole. Then we got a bit of a log jam. Uh, the Giants are seven and four, seven four and one. Seattle is seven and five, and then we've got the Commanders at seven and five. After that, I think everybody else pretty much done. Uh, Detroit and Atlanta, Green Bay, all are five win teams, but that's going to take some doing for them to get into the uh, playoffs. Uh, looking ahead at the uh, NFL schedule for you, uh, you NFL fans, you big NFL fans, uh, the Christmas week. Uh, Thursday night game is Jacksonville at the Jets. Who cares? Uh, unless that's got playoff implications for the Jets, then maybe you care. But the way the the holidays fall, look at that. There's NFL Commissioner Paul Taglia calling me right now. I uh, can't believe that. Uh, I got to ignore that. Sorry. Uh, the uh, Christmas Eve, because it falls on a Saturday, and they don't want to have ten thousand games on Christmas Day. There is. 11 football games on Christmas Eve. NFL football games all day. Isn't that spectacular? Including Philadelphia at Dallas. Uh, we've got the uh, Buffalo at the at the Bears for Mr. Boggess. Uh, the Rams. Do the Rams play? Uh, no, the Rams don't play. Sorry about that. Well, they barely play anyway. They play on Christmas Day for uh, my good friend Nick Hoff against Denver. They might even get a Christmas Day win. 
Uh, but anyway, and there's a game on um, the 26th also, the uh, Monday nighter, of course, because that's just how things fall. But a uh, great week, uh, great uh, two weeks coming up. I guess by the time this drops, it'll be the 10th. So uh, two weeks from now, great, uh, great, great football lineup. Uh, and that's not counting the NCAA, which we'll get to in a second. Um, so for those of you who are really looking forward Need a need a break from the real world, and we all do. Lord help us, we all do. Uh, sinks yourself into some football, but let's uh, let's jump quickly to the uh, NBA. Um, the NBA been a little bit quiet lately. Uh, don't know if they're just taking a second seat to some of the other sports, or uh, what's going on. Uh, let's have a quick look at the standings. Uh, Eastern Conference: Boston Celtics, twenty-one and five. That's got to make some people I know happy. Uh, Milwaukee, uh, eighteen and six. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, sixteen and nine. Bit of a surprise there. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, despite all their uh, press and times in the internet and Twitter and everything else going on, uh, they've got their act together a little bit. Uh, seven and three in their last ten. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, thirteen and twelve, tied with the Pacers. For the five and six spot, Toronto uh, thirteen and twelve also, but in the seven hole, and uh, the seventy sixers in eight. The Knicks with a below five hundred record in ninth, and the Miami Heat in tenth spot. Uh, once again, Orlando Magic, Detroit Pistons, ugh, damn near out of it, and we're only twenty seven games into the season. That's sad. Uh, in the West, the Pelicans sixteen and eight. Eight and two in their last ten, and on a five-game winning streak, you gotta like that. Uh, Phoenix Suns and Memphis Grizzlies both at uh, sixteen and nine in the second and third spots. The Denver Nuggets in uh, fourth. Uh, the Sacramento Kings in fifth. The Jazz in sixth. Dallas Mavericks in seventh. Portland in eighth. The Clippers in ninth, and Golden State just hanging in there at uh, number ten. Um. Minnesota 12 and 12 on the outside trying to get back in. The Thunder are 11 and 14. The Lakers are 10 and 14, and that makes me happy. Uh, the Spurs and the Rockets both horrible, uh, 7 and 18 each. Um, bit of a changing of the guard uh, in the NBA, I guess, a little bit. Uh, Pelicans, Memphis, Sacramento. Uh, it's still early, obviously, but. Uh, Interesting to see teams like Golden State just barely holding on. The Lakers, of course, because their stars are old and hurt all the time. Never really seem to get any uh, momentum going. Uh, probably not going to make the playoffs or highly unlikely. Um, Christmas schedule for the NBA. Of course, it's uh, been a tradition for quite some time. Uh, due to the holidays... Uh, I don't believe there are any Christmas Eve games. Uh, NBA smart not to uh, go up against uh, football. Uh, but, of course, on uh, Christmas, the uh, usual five games uh, starting uh, pretty early, around noon, I guess, on, on the uh, East Coast. Uh, the uh, 76ers are at the Knicks, fairly decent matchup. Uh, the Lakers will play the Mavericks, which I who cares? Well, Dallas beats the shit out of the Lakers if we're lucky. Uh, Milwaukee and Boston at uh, 5 o'clock. That's a keeper. 
uh, Memphis at Golden State, and the late game uh, Phoenix Suns at the Denver Nuggets. Not 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 too shabby. And then a host of games on uh, Boxing Day, uh, seven games there. So that's a nice. Uh, Solid schedule for the NBA fan. Uh, mix that in with some NFL, and you're uh, you're rocking. Uh, should be solid. Gonna get a uh, man uh, b- belching up the Diet Coke here, people. Hold on, hold on. Let's take another drink here. Let's see how this works. Ah, oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's solid. Um, where was I? Oh, NBA and NFL, and that's. Uh, Still haven't got to all the sports. Uh, I see by my television the World Cup of Soccer is on, but uh, I don't know. I guess maybe being a Canadian, we were in it out in the first round, of course, as always. Well, as always, we've only been in it twice. Um, we just can't get that excited about it. I have tried in the past to – to. Uh, there's just way too many stretches where nothing happens. That is my great criticism of soccer, but uh, – I realize uh, world sport, although I know in America, so, you know, all Americans were grateful when the uh, their national team was eliminated so they could uh, stop pretending that they cared because uh, the vast majority don't. Moving on, Major League Baseball. Man, for a sport that claims it doesn't make any money, they are handing out the box. Uh, deals uh, $1.6 billion spent on uh, at the winter meetings alone. Um, that has got to be a hard sell to uh, a lot of people. I mean, 20 free agents were signed for $1.6 billion. I mean, of course, um, some deals not that big a surprise. Others, I just, again, I suppose on the, uh, you know, there's a little more to take in than just the contract size. But, okay, Justin Verlander, great, good pitcher, great pitcher even. 40 years old, though, getting $90 million. Uh, Trey Turner gets an 11 years for 300 million. Uh, Wilson Contreras gets a five-year deal for 87 million dollars and can't play defense. Now I know that Major League Baseball has become about all about offense and not much else. Well, pitching, I suppose, but pitching—it's just—it's too much. Uh, they're in danger of running themselves. I mean, they're killing. This is my bigger problem with it. To me, they're killing the average sports fan with the amount of money that they that these things, you know, that they, the revenue they need to generate to cover these contracts and still make the hundreds of millions of dollars they want to make. Ticket prices go up, and the average fan, the average family, cannot afford to go. And that's down the road that kills television. 
you know, a lot of people watch baseball on TV in America because they went to games as youngsters and, you know, their love of the game, maybe they keeps them from going to the stadium, but they'll still watch on TV. But as we know, the TV numbers for basketball or baseball were horrible. Um, you know, Aaron Judge gets a nine-year, $360 million contract. Now, his season last year, one of a one of a kind, I think. I highly doubt he comes anywhere near those lofty numbers again. But he almost needs to do it for the next nine seasons at forty million. And he's a big guy. He's thirty one, I believe. I just don't see it. Now I guess if you want to have him for the next year or two or maybe even three potentially. That's what it costs, but I don't know. It's just it's it's a lot of money, and then I get to turn around and hear about how people can't afford groceries and gas. Now I suppose it's always been that way to some extent, but it seems like the divide between the haves and the have-nots has uh, gotten even bigger. Um. I have no idea who the favorite would be in Major League Baseball. Maybe the Mets at this point, at least by the amount of money they've plopped down. But I, I just, no player is worth $40 million a season. You know, but break that down. $40 million. Now, if he, if they play every game, which of course a, a pitcher can't, but if you're a positional player, I know that works out to $246,000 a game. What would take most people five years, six years to make, you know, $50,000 a year job times five is 250 grand. This guy's going to make in an afternoon. And that's if he's even playing. I don't know. I'm all for people making the bucks. But there's limits, and I think we may have reached it in professional sports. That being said, we're going to jump over to the world of hockey. I know that's not a biggie for a lot of you, but it is for my fans up in the great white north. Hockey. Oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Two shutouts in a row. Getting it done. Uh, At the top of the league, although they've done that before, but by golly, you got to like the run they're on. Haven't lost in 10 games. It's a beaut. Uh, the Boston Bruins leading the uh, Eastern Conference, however, followed by the Leafs, followed by that Tampa Bay Lightning. In a surprise, uh, well, let's go. That's divisional. Let, let's go to conference. Now to hell with that. Let's go to the whole league. Let's really get down to it. In first place, the Boston Bruins tied with the New Jersey Devils. With 43 points after 25 games. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs in third, followed by those upstart Vegas Golden Knights. Canada's second team, the Winnipeg Jets in the five-hole. Dallas Stars in sixth, followed by the Hurricanes at Carolina. The surprise team, the Seattle Kraken. Holding steady at eight. Tampa Bay in there at nine. The Penguins in tenth. Perennial, perennial playoff team, always looking for... Something. Don't know how they do it in, in Pittsburgh. 
the Islanders, followed by the Kings, followed by the Red Wings, followed by the Rangers, then followed by those loser Edmonton Oilers, who, God willing, never win a playoff game again. In the 15, in the, the Panthers in 16, the Flames in 17, and tied for 18th, Minnesota, and the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, big schedule to look forward to in hockey, too. Of course, hockey, a little bit smarter, and admittedly, knowing their place, uh, will not have any Christmas games, I, I don't believe, this year. I believe they're, they take, uh, I think they get three days off in hockey. Because after all, we care about uh, family life. Yeah, there's no games uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or Boxing Day. They start back up on the 27th. Smart NHL hockey, smart. Uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, in the world of uh, uh, marathons uh, or competitive running, uh, Ed Bogus competes in his 372nd uh, turkey trot or something like that, I believe, uh, breaking a record long held by Methuselah. Uh, apparently, Ed, uh, next up for Ed is a challenge of uh, Usain Bolt, uh, an 800-meter dash. Uh, I'd pay to see that. Um, in other news, uh, heavyweight fight uh, uh, scheduled. Uh, Nick Hoff versus Danielle Hoff in a battle of a uh, little, uh, little bit of difference in uh, weight class there. Uh, and I think uh, Nick's got her on the height and the reach, but... Uh, Danielle, sheer tenacity. Uh, it could get ugly in uh, West Virginia. Uh, I believe I, I, my money is on uh, my money's on Danielle Hoff. I think Nick Hoff will start out strong, but uh, I think Danielle will wear him down, and in the end, uh, it's a KO uh, for Nick Hoff. Uh, what else we got? Uh, I know uh, uh, Logan, West Virginia. There was a. Uh, Sighting of a red-haired uh, Bigfoot. Um, apparently uh, somewhat tame. The answers to the name of Angie. Uh, that's crazy. Apparently, uh, who knew that uh, Bigfoot was a big fan of Duke? I didn't know that. Uh, crazy. Uh, celebrity sightings. Uh, Kate Bush spotted at a local Dairy Queen with his grandma. Um, you know, if you know, you know. You know Kate Bush, uh, definitely the apple did not fall far from the tree. As uh, his dad, a well-known uh, trencherman, uh, could get in there and uh, deal with the best of them when it came to uh, putting down the calories. Uh, Nate Bush, world-class. World-class in a lot of things, but uh, definitely a world-class eater. I don't know if Cade packs it away like his dad, but uh, he doesn't. He, he doesn't shy away from some some food either. And for that, by golly, you gotta love that little guy. He's a good boy. Cade Bush, good boy. Don't forget it. Uh, what else we got? Um, you know, I haven't watched much in the way of professional wrestling lately. Um, don't really know what's going on in the pro wrestling world. Uh, I know in the local scene, the West Virginia local scene, uh, Kentucky and those parts of the world, uh, Casey King, bringing the heat. Uh, my favorite uh, 
shall we say, independent wrestler. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but uh, Casey King, solid guy, good people. Uh, what else did I know? Uh, Tom Robinson's birthday, December 1st. He is uh, 246. Um, and if you know, you can you can see the years have been hard on Tom. I mean, he looks uh, 248, so there's that. Uh, Steve New, still out uh, doing what he does, um, slaying the bad guys in the courts of America. One of the few good guys left, sad as that may be. Uh, Phil Allen, Philadelphia's own man of the people, uh, out and about. Uh, apparently, rumor has it, uh, starting the first black uh, fantasy hockey league next year. Don't know if that's true. Uh, getting pretty big for the britches, though, in the hockey fantasy pool. Uh, although he's doing very well to his credit. Uh, I can see there's going to be a clash of the Titans coming up, though. Uh, we're not too far into the hockey season yet. So there's still some time there, but I believe Phil will be challenging for first place shortly, or perhaps tied after this week's uh, fantasy uh, matchup is over. Uh, but uh, I must say, here on the air for everyone to hear, uh, Phil Allen, good man, solid uh, citizen. Uh, good guy to have as your friend, even though we live thousands of miles apart. Uh, I still count him as my buddy, talk to him quite a bit, and uh, he's a good dude. Uh, Jeopardy Jeff. Now, Jeff has just been having a grand time in his world. Uh, work is... Uh, Overwhelmed Jeff, I believe. Um, he uh, is working uh, extra shifts to cover for somebody else. Uh, between that and sleeping, just has not been able to find the time to uh, get free for uh, podcasting, which uh, we understand. Between his stuff and mine, uh, just been just hasn't been possible to get together. And as I said at the beginning of this show, we are sorry that that's the case. You know, a lot of people have listened and. Starting to wonder what the hell's going on. Well, don't worry, you're not alone. Uh, but uh, hopefully, come the new year, uh, things settle down a little bit in Jeff's world and uh, we can get back onto a regular schedule. But well, we've said that before and stuff continued to happen. Um, so who knows? But uh, we're working on it. Uh, in my little neck of the world, of course, the better half, still the better half. Nothing more to say there, she knows. Uh, the neighbors, uh, my good friends, Ernst and Anastasia, and their two little darlings, Tavarek and Aletheia. They know who they are. The uh, Probably the children that consume the most buns by weight per capita of any kids I know. Uh, but that makes me happy because I like to make buns and bread, and they like to eat it. So that works out pretty good. Um anyone else uh, Karen I, I I haven't talked to Karen in a bit Bobby Blaze also uh, Jeremy the professor a couple other people I keep in touch with occasionally but time just seems to be of the essence and uh, never enough time to get to everybody but I try to uh, a good friend Wade Hoffman my other good school chum Darlene Cooper Hradaki is she uh, the uh, princess of uh, well wherever she goes pretty much um hell of a girl though 
Well done, Jerry. Well done. Uh, school school chums, those two. A couple other people who shall remain nameless. And, that, uh, and of course, uh, the family, my kids, their grand, grandkids, kind of, sort of, the pseudo-grandkids, as I'm dad, not dad, uh, grandpa, not grandpa, and those who know, know. Uh, my mother and father, of course, still kicking, still with us, and still solid as a rock. Uh, my brothers, brothers, I only have a brother, although sometimes it feels like more. Two, my two sisters, uh, everybody hanging in there. Hopefully uh, the new year and the Christmas are good to them. And uh, that's about it for the shout-outs. I think I got everybody, and if I missed you, I'm sorry. You know, send me a note, and I'll get you next time. Uh that's going to do it for the first half hour, and we're going to come back after the break. We're going to get into those bowl games, baby, and a little talk on NCAA football because that is my bread and butter these days, except for hockey, of course. We'll be right back after these messages from somewhere. And we're back, and let's have a hard look at the NCAA football scene. What a crazy season it was. Um, Some surprises. A few of the uh, regular cast not with us this year. We'll get to that in a second. And, uh, of course, the... uh, what might be the last year of the college football playoff uh, with uh, only four teams in it. That remains to be seen, but I think they're moving towards that. this being the, the last of that, so we'll see. Ah, but that being said, let's get to the college football bowl schedule and some of them crazy bowl names, which has always been a thing for me that just makes me laugh. Uh, Friday, December the 16th, we start off bowl season with the hometown lenders, Bahama Bowl. Miami of Ohio at UAB. Well, not at UAB, but UAB is the home team. Uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Uh, From Nassau, Bahamas at the Thomas A. Robinson Stadium. That one always makes me laugh. Um, Hometown lenders bowl. One of the calmer ones. Uh, and then later that day, well, that, that game is early in the morning because, of course, it's from the Bahamas, I believe, uh, 9.30 Eastern. And then at 1 o'clock, uh, University of Texas San Antonio versus Troy in the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl, whatever the hell that is. Don't know. That's coming for you from Orlando, Florida. On Saturday, December 17th, I like this one, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, live from Fenway Park in Boston. The University of Cincinnati Bearcats at the Louisville Cardinals. Or, sorry, Louisville. Louisville? Louisville? I don't know. Canada, it's Louisville. Don't care what you say. Sorry, Americans. Uh, Followed by the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Not exactly sure what that is. Uh, From Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Jackson State versus North Carolina Central. That's an interesting matchup. Uh, Later, the New Mexico Bowl. Boy, that's pretty generic. Uh, Southern Methodist University at uh, Brigham Young. That's a religious battle for the ages from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Here's one that just... The Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Good Lord. Washington State against Fresno State from Sci-Fi or SoFi, whatever it is. Inglewood, California. The fancy place. You guys know. 
The Lending Tree Bowl featuring Rice at Southern Miss. I say at, but I guess that's just the home team for the bowl. That's from uh, Hancock-Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama. Did I say that right? Mobile, Alabama. Then we have the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, Florida Gators at the Oregon State Beavers from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And to wrap it up that night, the Frisco Bowl. North Texas at Boise State coming to you from Frisco, Texas and Toyota Stadium. On Monday, December the 19th, one of the games I'm looking forward to, I'll have to try to track it down because I highly doubt it'll be on my television in Canada. The Myrtle Beach Bowl featuring the thundering herd of Marshall against the Huskies of Yukon from Conway, South Carolina, Brooks Stadium. Looking forward to that one. On Tuesday, December 20th, what used to be a big game and isn't anymore, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State from Boise, Idaho and the blue blue turf of Albertson Stadium. Then we got the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. What the hell is a RoofClaim.com? Got to look that up. Somebody need to tell me that one. Uh, featuring Liberty versus Toledo from the Boca Raton Bowl in Florida. On Wednesday, December the 27th, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama from the Superdome in New Orleans. Interesting. Anybody want to take the over-under on how many people are at the Superdome for that game? More or less than 20,000. Get back to me. Uh, Thursday, December the 22nd, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, which at least has an Armed Forces team in it. Baylor versus Air Force from Fort Worth, Texas. I don't know. I don't like Air Force's chances against Baylor, but we'll see. Good luck to the uh, Armed Forces Air Force team. What is the uh, Air Force what? You know, Navy midshipmen, blah, blah, blah. Air Force, what, what's their handle? I don't know. Somebody tell me. Friday, December 23rd, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl featuring the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana versus the uh, Houston Cougars from Shreveport, Louisiana. Then <laughs> the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl from Tampa, Florida, featuring Wake Forest versus Missouri. Yeah, that's not an intriguing matchup for me. Uh, Christmas Eve, as always. And in a surprise, the East, Easy Post Hawaii Bowl doesn't have Hawaii in it this year. Middle Tennessee State versus San Diego State. Probably a lot of fun for the people from Middle Tennessee get to go to Hawaii on Christmas Eve. Boys from San Diego State, used to good weather. Um, of course, that comes from the uh, Clarence Ching Athletics Complex in Honolulu. Uh... This is one I always used to watch on Christmas Eve because I'd go home and I was the only person who stayed up late. And uh, I would always watch the end of this thing, even though usually it's a fairly bowl, uh, bowling, a favorite, fairly boring uh, bowl game. I have to look into how Hawaii's not in that. Were they that bad this year that they couldn't be in it? Interesting. Of course, no games on Christmas Day. Uh, it's Monday the 26th, the Quick Lane Bowl featuring... New Mexico State versus Bowling Green uh, from Detroit, Ford Field. Uh, Tuesday, December 27th, the Camellia Bowl. Georgia Southern versus Buffalo from Montgomery, Alabama. 
I like to say, Alabama. Uh, also on Tuesday, well, actually there's a couple more on Tuesday, the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, uh, Memphis versus Utah State. Uh, the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, uh, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers versus the East Carolina, I believe, Pirates or Buccaneers or something along those lines. Uh, that's from Birmingham. Uh, then the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. I don't know guaranteed rate, some kind of lender or mortgage company or something like that. Uh, the Badgers of Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State. That's from Phoenix. Uh, Wednesday, the Military Bowl presented by Paraton. Don't know what Paraton is. Uh, University of Central Florida versus Duke. And that's at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. That's an interesting place for a bowl game. Uh, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Kansas versus Arkansas. Arkansas. Still don't know why that's not Arkansas. But anyway, uh, that's from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Say that fast. Uh, the Beaver, the Ducks, sorry, not the Beavers, the Ducks of Oregon versus North Carolina from Petco Park in San Diego. Uh, the Tax Act Texas Bowl, of course, coming to you from Houston. Uh, Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. Thursday, December the 29th, the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Bad Boy Mowers. Gotta like that. Uh, Syracuse versus Minnesota from Yankee Stadium. Interesting. Uh, the Cheez-It Bowl. Big fan of the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, Oklahoma versus Florida State. Of course, that's in Orlando. Home game for Florida State. The Valero Alamo Bowl, Texas versus Washington from San Antonio. Friday, December 30th. Uh, I know a uh, big uh, condiment of Jeff and of Nathan's, uh, the Dukes Mayo Bowl. The Maryland Terrapins in the NC State. What the hell is NC State? I don't remember. And the Bank of America Stadium from Charlotte, North Carolina. Here's an interesting one. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Pittsburgh versus UCLA from El Paso, Texas in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Wow. I guess if you can write the check. Uh, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Uh, Notre Dame versus South Carolina. South Carolina smacking around some big teams earlier. Notre Dame. Uh, I think underperformed this year. I would think most of their fans would agree. That's coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida, that is. The Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Ohio versus Wyoming from Tucson. The Arizona Stadium. Now, uh, then we're getting into the biggies. Or one of the biggies. The Capital One Orange Bowl. Number six, Tennessee versus number seven, Clemson from the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. That's going to be a good game. Then on uh, New Year's Eve, the, I don't know what this is, Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. I'm not touching that with a 50-foot pole. Uh, Iowa versus Kentucky from Nashville. Uh, the All-State Sugar Bowl, what used to be one of the biggies when I was a young man and got two pretty good teams in it. Number five, Alabama versus number nine, Kansas State from New Orleans Superdome. On January the 2nd, no games on New Year's Day because it's a Sunday and they don't want to compete with the NFL. 
the Relia Quest Bowl from Tampa, Florida, Raymond James Stadium, Mississippi State versus Illinois. In the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl, didn't Cheez-It already have a game? Cheez-It's got two games? Oh, Cheez-It. Oh. There's got to be a story behind that, but I don't know what it is. Uh, LSU versus Purdue from Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. Followed by the Cotton Bowl. The number 10 USC who blew it the last week of the season and got knocked out of the playoff uh, versus the Greenway from Tulane. And then in the night game, the Rose Bowl, number 8 Utah versus number 11 Penn State. Now those are your bowl games, of course, minus the CFP, which of course, as we all know, uh, takes place on Saturday, uh, New Year's Eve. Number two, Michigan versus number three, TCU in the Fiesta Bowl. Followed by the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, number one, Georgia versus number four, Ohio State. Pretty much a home game for Georgia coming from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. My predictions are that Georgia will win and Michigan will win and they will meet on January the 9th in California at SoFi Stadium for the national championship game, which shall be won, sadly, I think, by Georgia, but Michigan may pull off the upset. I say may. But that's a whole lot of goodness. That's, I believe, 43 games You've got to love it. By that point, you should be totally exhausted from football and sports, and you'll be ready to take a day or two off to to gear up for the upcoming college basketball season, which is already upon us, by the way. Still very, very early in college basketball. And how do we know this? Well, because Duke is still crying, as they always do. Um, the Mike Krzyzewski factor showed up already as Duke's already got two losses. Let's have a quick look. Uh, the uh, top 25, we're only uh, three or four weeks in, and I think most teams have played seven, eight games. Uh, the number one ranked team in the country, Houston, 8-0, uh, te- followed by Texas at 6-0, followed by Virginia at 7-0, Followed by Purdue at 8-0. Followed by uh, number five, UConn, 9-0. That's, we got a couple other undefeateds, but they're moving down the rank. Uh, at six, uh, Kansas. At seven, Tennessee. At eight, Alabama. At nine, Arkansas. And at 10, Arizona. And at 11, Auburn. There's a whole bunch of A's there. That just about covers them. At uh, 12, Baylor. At uh, 13, Maryland. At 14, uh, Indiana. At 15, Duke. At 16, Kentucky. At 17, Illinois. At 18, Gonzaga. Who I don't know. They're 5-3, and three, and I don't know how they're ranked 18th. Uh, UCLA at 19. Iowa State at number 20. Creighton at 21. San Diego State at 22. Mississippi State at 23. Uh, TCU at 24. And at number 25, Ohio State. Now, who is uh, missing from that? 
Anyone? North Carolina, not in the top 25. Not even in the, I don't believe, not even in the top 30. And by my count, I believe our number 42 or 43. Uh, West Virginia is ranked ahead of North Carolina. Go figure. I suspect we're going to see a lot of changes in this top 25. There's a lot of teams in here that won't be in here by the end of it. My guess. We shall see. But uh, college basketball getting into full swing once college football is out of the way. Uh, yeah, that's going to about do it. For me, for today, uh, I hope everyone has a spectacular holiday season or for some of us, Christmas season and New Year's. I hope everybody gets some rest, spends some time with their families and their loved ones, or at least reaches out to them. I guess you don't have to physically be where they are, but it's still nice to say Happy holidays, Merry Christmas to your friends and family that you love and miss. Because Lord knows, people, life is a lot shorter than you think. Um, time has a way of going by. And you wake up one day and you're getting old. And you realize that some of the things that you took for granted are no longer with you. Or have changed, or stores close, people move, uh, people leave where you work from, and you don't see them anymore, and the, all these things. That's not that's not even counting the tragedies that befall all of us at some point in our lives. Take the time, people. Take the time. Uh, use sports as a way to spend some time with those people. You don't even have to say too much. It's not that hard to watch a game and get, you know, if you want, if you need to talk, talk about the game. You don't have to get into the skeletons or that thing in the family that's got everybody divided or whatever it might be. Just stop and smell the coffee, people, and the flowers. And whatever it is you like to smell, if it's cookies or baking or whatever it is, take pleasure in the smaller things in life. Yeah, there's some big stuff that's awful important, but sometimes we put it on the top shelf and it's a little too important. Enjoy the little stuff, because when you pile it all together, it's just as enjoyable as the good stuff. And with that, I'll call it a day. Enjoy your weekend of sports coming up. If I don't get to talk to anybody through this medium until the new year, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I wish all of you nothing but the best. Take care of yourselves and your friends and your families. And we'll see you next time on Wide Man Can't Jump.